With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Welcome to Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess and Glenna and Clara. Our haunted dolls have come. (laughs) Dude, no shade to Clara, but like she's missing. If you're watching on the YouTube, you can hear it on the audio. She's just got like a plastic. She's got a full plastic undercarriage. Instead of legs. No, there's no. There's also no like bodice. Which, to be honest. Yeah, there's no bodice either. To be honest, that was it's not... It's just a head. That wasn't advertised. No, she's got arms. Oh, okay. That wasn't <laughs> advertised in the listing. And so that's kind of annoying to me. Uh, Glenna does see. have, is fully intact. She's and also... cute little shoes. As you heard in the intro, Glenna does have also a music box installed that does work. Which was not, also not advertised in the listing, but that's a pleasant surprise. It was a pleasant surprise. When I tell you that I found it... Uh, I was in pure terror <laughs> waiting to hear what came out. I How'd was, you figure that I out? Was, well, you know, I was examining if there was yeah. any writing on it, perhaps. Yeah. So I was doing a full examination. But I have to say, uh, I when I did turn the music dial, yeah. I was quite fearful that it would it be, like, be like a voice. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. I was like, is this how you. is this how she answers? If like I ask her a question, will she respond with her music box? I don't know if I think these are actually haunted. I don't. You know said either. one. You said in over text. You said one of them. You see. You see a light in the eyes. Which one is that? One? Okay. Well, it was it was Glenna, it was and Glenna. I have to tell you. Okay, Brats. If you haven't listened, we had an episode mm-hmm. that came out last week. Our spooky episode with Roz Hernandez in which Becca ordered haunted dolls on eBay and tricked the bros and made them think that they were getting a plug something package. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. And they had no idea when they opened up. You have to listen to their episode. So you think so, Glenna, you said that's the one that seems alive in the eyes. I will tell you after the bros opened. Yeah. Said dolls. um, I came back in here in the night to retrieve them and make sure that they were placed properly. Yeah. And I can't lie to you and say again, you know, it's the studio late at night in the dark. When I was looking into Glenna's eyes, I was feeling a little panicky because they just felt like they were following me. Like it just felt, and you know, I wasn't sure how I felt about the whole haunted doll thing. I was like, oh yeah, no, I don't know. And then when I held her and looked into her eyes, I was like, I need to make sure that I talk very kindly to Glenna because I see a light in there. So now she's my bestie. <laughs> Love Glenna. Clara is very cute and her little lips and cheeks do remind me of my own kids. So I do think she's very cute. Yes. 
um unfortunately it's just the head and the arms but (laughs) a spirit doesn't need anything more that's true and you know what uh she came with a stand she did come with a stand does she stand on her own is that her up right next well that's questionable (laughs) today these dolls will be joining us in our bachelor in paradise recap what would you do just if while we were recapping like one of them was said like yeah like what if you heard like a little like yeah if all of a sudden glenna was like genevieve (laughs) that's so shanae what would i do i'd run out of the studio i would be like i think i would be frozen i think i would be like it would be like that? when we experienced the earthquake yes, in real like, time while we were recording yes. and you and I just both froze yeah. as we were shaking. <laughs> <laughs> that was really scary. We were just on the couch and it was just shaking and we were fully just stunned. We like, at, oh we were looking at each other with our eyes. I think we would do the same thing. I think we'd both just be like, probably. Did you hear that? Maybe for about a beat and then I'd run out like, and I'd <laughs> run out at full speed. <laughs> now what I would do, the part two that I would do is I would immediately make Evan come in because it does bring me a level of satisfaction to see him get a little freaked well, out. Well, also, of course, we would immediately like run the tapes and be like, play of that course. back. Like, Give us let's- the proof. Give us the evidence. I was, and you're going to have to talk with Evan about this okay. on your guys' episode okay. because we are doing a starting next week, the spouse swap episode and Evan and Becca are up first. You have to talk to him about this because I was lecturing him saying evan when you're on the podcast and anything about haunting gets brought up you kind of just go like oh yeah it's not a big deal and kind of brush it off like it doesn't freak you out oh like your house about your house and i said evan i'm like (laughs) you need to be real because i said i have talked about on the podcast before that you get really freaked out you don't want me engaging with anything and he gets so scared yeah and then when he's on the podcast, he tries to act yeah, like he's yeah, all yeah, calm, yeah. cool, and collected. Well, you know, yeah. I'm like, you better be vulnerable on this because you know if there's <laughs> oh, one person between the God. two of us who gets scared, it is oh, Evan. I can't wait to talk to him about it. He gets it. so upset with me when I even try to ask him about it. I'm like, did you just hear that? And he'll just run out of the house and be like, I don't want to talk about it. He's living in denial. Oh, oh like when you actually, when you guys actually hear something you're yes. talking about, like you'll, then or, you'll ask him. Or when I bring it up later. Oh, yeah. Or when I go, oh my God, did you, like, can I tell you about what happened? Or if anything mm. happened or we want to mm. like, in, or I'm like, oh, maybe I should have someone come out. The second I talk about having someone come out, even just for the fun of the podcast, yeah. like let's have someone come and yeah. cleanse the house. He gets so, he like r- gets rigid and he's like, no, 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 I don't want to talk about it because he gets so scared. So you have to dig this out of him because he, it is time for him to be vulnerable and real about his deep fears of the paranormal You know what activity. I'm going to do? I'm going to tell him on our episode, I'm going to be like, Evan, like I've, <laughs> I'm going to lie to him. I'm going to be like, I have actually been like, um, really like honing in on some of my spiritual gifts. And like, I've actually oh, been really working no. on like contacting like spirits. I'll be, I'll just be dead serious. I'll be like, no, I'm serious. Like, that's something I've been practicing and like there is definitely I'm going to make up a whole thing of like there is definitely like a young spirit in our home like she's eight years old like I'm going to I'm going to like play that whole thing and be like Evan like I think that like why don't you let me try to contact how would I do that oh please you'll freak out and he's gonna and my guess is he's gonna try to be like he'll just go nope 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 and try to be calm cool and collected but his and then, body will want to flee I'm going to say this Jess and I'm going to I'm going to say what if I told you I already have <laughs> 
going to be so fun. I'm sorry, my love, but listen, if you're not being honest about how scared you are on the episode, well, now it's time to reveal the truth. What do you think about trying to like, I, I actually have never thought about this because I was so terrified of it, um, you know, with my upbringing. What do you think about like actually trying to contact the dead, like one of your dead relatives yourself? Um, Because we were always told you probably were too. Yes. You have to be careful because then a demon can disguise itself as your loved one. I'm going to be real with you. I still would feel that it way. Feels, it freaks me out I a little don't, bit too. I couldn't do it now unless I was with, I'd be, I'd be fine doing it with like a professional. Right. Like if Jessica Lignata was sitting right. with us no, and sure. I was like, can you please sure. like try to channel? Sure. I'd be like so happy and excited about it. Um, but us on our own. Well, absolutely I, I had not. that. I had that thought recently where I was like, well, like, why couldn't I just try to like talk to bitch? Don't you open up those portals, bitch? <laughs> don't you open up those portals? Nope. Don't but then I feel it. like the mediums we've talked to, like I feel like when we talked to uh, Long Island Medium, and I feel like when we we haven't really specifically gone into it with Jessica, but I feel like they're they're both sort of of the mind of like you don't have to be like worried I know. about that. I know. I know. It's but it crazy. still is ingrained deeply in me. That's for sure. Well, Gray, and then I was talking to him because he's, you know, and then he was like, well, like, you know, in ancient stuff, whatever. He was like, you you should ask them a question that like only the real person would be able to answer. I'm like, but what if they know? And he was like, well, if they're like a spirit, you know, of, of the of the underworld, like they'll they'll only know that what that which is of their own world. So like they wouldn't know. So Gray over here going off of his fantasy novels, I think, <laughs> giving telling me like it would be fine. But it surprised me because I was asking Gray, I was like, what do you think? About, know, like, do you think you can like me. contact the dead? And he was like, well, yeah, you know, I think with all of this stuff, I think that he's definitely more open to it. But you know what's interesting? I was literally just thinking this morning as I was driving over. Remember when like the first time we had a medium or someone on and we'd be like, oh my God, how did you know that? And then now, like even when we had Jessica on last week, you know, she'd be like, oh, are you guys talking about, you know, uh, the d- child switching schools? And you're like, yes, you know, it's no longer, we're no longer surprised anymore. We're no, like, well, yes. Not at we all. We have been talking about that. Isn't that oh, funny? That is true. How That's we're, so interesting. we're not like shocked no, anymore now by I'm someone like, saying what's going of on. Of course you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've proven that of course you know. You know and now you're just in the flow with them. I know. It's just Pulling funny how quickly we're not surprised anymore. We're like, well, yes. Um, so, was, okay. That that's is good so to know. true. The first time it was just like, oh my God. Like we we look at each other and you'd be like, yes. I think the difference is, at least for myself personally, and I like now going back and listening to those old episodes because I can hear with like fully clear ears. Mm-hmm. Because in the moment, in the beginning, I was just, again, I was, it was like the shock factor of like, whoa, she fully nailed that and she yeah. knew that or they knew that. And then uh, I was maybe missing some of like the messages and yeah. the purpose and yeah. that was trying to be communicated versus just like, whoa, that's so cool. And now it's like, oh, I actually feel like, oh, we, when we listen. And I, and I trust what you're saying yeah. and all that kind of thing. I, I guess we do also trust Jessica Lignato. That's oh. like a different With thing my too. Life. Because <laughs> With my literal life. Because, um, you know, I, I I guess I still would feel a little like, oh, if it was someone new, because you're still sure. sort of like feeling it out with someone you don't know very well. Anyway, it's like the beginning of a new relationship. Yes, it is. You Speaking have to build trust. new relationships and building trust. OK, these episodes just first of all, like, can I just say I feel like Monday's episode was a complete throwaway to me, like. I really felt that way. I saw you post about that on Instagram yeah. and I felt 
I felt medium about it. Mm. There were moments that I was like, this is a 10. Yeah. Um, but there were definitely like, it, it felt like it could have been condensed. Tuesday's episode. It was way better. Was a 10 to me. I wouldn't say a 10. I would say like an eight and a half. I, 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 I thought I, it was fen- a phenomenal Maybe episode. what it was for Monday for me, like I just felt like, I guess maybe I just, I, I personally like do not care at all about seeing any couples like happy together. Like, I'm just going to say that. I don't want to see like, <laughs> I if there's a uh, Brandon and Serene, if they go on like another date, which I'm sure they will, like I'm happy for them. I don't need to see couples talking about how obsessed they are with each other. You don't like, like to see people falling I in love. It. Yes, you we, All I need is a voiceover of someone going, you know, Serene and Brandon are solid, seeing them making out. That's like, I, I need that two second clip and that's all. Well, that we're coming to that right now, right? Yeah. We're seeing the, but I will say that I be, I do believe in these remaining episodes, there will be some serious drama, like mm-hmm. some last minute changes. But I think our drama is going to be so massive, so massive during the two live finales. I can't wait. I think it will I be I think so. so much has happened. There's been, and again, we've seen... <gasps> These these we've seen these contestants just really being vocal on Twitter for the first time. So I believe the finales will be intense. I'm holding out hope for that. I have to say this before we dive into the drama of yeah. all these episodes. One of my most favorite things happened and I would like to share it with you. Please tell me. Uh, with Jacob. OK, shout out. Bachelor rabbit hole. My most favorite. You always have just <laughs> the best. Um, OK. So oh, stop. I just saw the, the brief. I'm going to read off the thing. Uh, and please go and follow Bachelor I'm Rabbit Hole. But I'm going to read off one of uh, their posts. OK, so the context is after their breakup on Bachelor in Paradise, Joe revealed in her exit interview that Jacob is a Lyft driver who sold his couch for cash. <laughs> Lyft went on Twitter <laughs> And says, we don't claim Jacob. Oh, because Lyft is like, don't say that we're broke. Right. No, Lyft was saying we don't claim Jacob after the Jill and Jacob breakup. They were taking Jill's oh, side. In the OK, I thought yes. they were sort of saying like, you know, Lyft drivers aren't that broke. So broke. They have to sell their couch. You know, we pair Lyft drivers. I, well. No, it seemed like they were taking Jill's side. <laughs> well, then Jacob. No. Went to Twitter. Drama with Lyft. And said, I guess five stars and 1,100 rides means nothing with a cry face. Hashtag lift. And then he screenshotted his lift rating with all of his rides. What a moment. What he is the movement in this. Okay. (laughs) Absolutely incredible. So this man is now like. five star is not even a 4.9. No, a five star with 11. Oh, wait. Okay. Look, lift changed their tune. Okay. I had to swipe through to see. Okay. So. But that's the thing. Jacob would be a wonderful driver. No, I do think driver. he'd be good. He'd talk to you. I do feel like he would talk to you if you wanted to talk and it would be a fun chat. I also feel like he could give you space. He does. And he also, space. he seems like he's a great conversationalist, yeah. right? He always has something funny to add in. And then, <laughs> and then a, a, a fan uh, commented to Lyft, you all should claim him and encourage him to pick up more rides so he can buy a new couch. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob posts on Instagram. Wow, what a tale. Jacob posts on Instagram. It's over. Lyft has claimed me again. Celebration because Lyft slid into his DMs, started following him and said, we claim, we claim. We were just playing. We love you, Jacob. And then Lyft went on Twitter and said, sorry for the drama. The beach got the best of us. At Jacob, as an apology, will you accept a couch? No, seriously, we want to buy you one. 
and then people and then he suggested how about a five five star platinum drivers deserve the best how about a five star couch and he showed the couch that he wanted no way they are getting him this couch no way and then he went to instagram with joy holy cow <laughs> i am just so thankful <laughs> to be getting a couch it is in- is absolutely incredible um thank you lift so much I've needed a couch for like four months now and for them wow. to actually offer up a couch for, and, and not just any ordinary couch, but a really expensive couch. Yeah, I'm just so thankful. And again, Stop thank you, it. Jill, for Thanks letting everybody Jeff. know that I sold my couch for cash. Uh, nothing would, None of this would happen if, uh, if she didn't say anything. So... Oh. so- my ultimately abc out here you know in a way making dreams come true lift providing the couch so funny a twenty five hundred dollar couch good for him a nice expensive couch so you know what no matter what comes out of this if all the couples break up jacob got himself a nice couch that lift has provided is hilarious Yep. yep Wow. One of my most favorite things to come out of the past two episodes. That the past is few days. great. Thank you, Bachelor Rabbit Hole. He also, Jacob also had a great Halloween costume. You see his Jack's costume? That's actually pretty good. Oh, wow. Look at him go. Look at him go. It's a good one. <laughs> I appreciate a good costume. Um, yeah, well, I love that. That's pretty great. So we celebrate that. That is awesome. And we will be expecting photos, Instagram posts when the couch arrives. Looking yep. forward yep, to yep, that. Yep, can't wait. I know. Now Lyft really has to deliver. You know, they're invested, so they got to deliver on their promise. Yes, they um, do. Yes, they do. All right. Okay, so let's talk about, like, I feel I feel like we can talk about the first episode. Like, I do actually feel like we can sort of separate the episodes. At least I felt like that. The only stuff that was I felt, like, tied in was with Genevieve and Aaron. Yes. Um, and the love and triangle. And Rodney stuff the and all line. of that. There's sort of some through lines on that. Yeah. Before we dive yes. into the uh, the drama and the love triangles, the love triangles of all time. Um, broads. Here's the thing. If you're like me, every holiday that requires some sort of gift giving is like your personal Olympics. I take the art of finding the perfect gift very seriously. And no, perfect does absolutely not necessarily mean expensive. I'm just talking about something thoughtful and unique and special to the receiver. I mean, I love getting gift cards as much as the next person, but it doesn't exactly say I put a ton ton of time and thought into this. You know, with the holidays just weeks away, I have already been scouring Etsy bookmarking all the perfect gifts for my friends and family. There's no better place for unique, interesting finds. I have to to say I do most of my holiday shopping yeah, on I love Etsy. Etsy. I've been doing it for years on Etsy. I love it so much. I buy so many things for myself on Etsy yes. and I buy so <laughs> many things for my loved ones on Etsy. They've got so much unique stuff. They have so many ideas for gifts. I've ha- I've gotten a ton of like customized stuff. Like I remember one time I got my dad like a customized like leather key tray, yes. you know, like you can get little things monogrammed, custom you know, like even phone cases, any literally anything, anything you can think of. They have it on Etsy. Yes. Um, they've got fashion, decor, super personalized items. They have it all. And when you shop with Etsy, you're shopping directly from the makers of the products. Yeah. So every purchase supports a small business. Yes, I love using Etsy so much. I love it to find jewelry, vintage items that would other, otherwise require a whole lot of flea market hunting that I'll be honest, especially during the holidays. 
uh, it's too time consuming for the season sometimes. But on Etsy, I can find things in just a few minutes. You just type in specifically what you want into the space, into the search bar and boom, you're going to get so many good options. And then they're sent right to your door. If you're new to Etsy, use code Mary10, like Merry Christmas, M-E-R-R-Y 10 at checkout. You're going to get 10% off your first purchase. That's code Mary10, maximum value of $50. Offer ends December 31st, 2022. See terms at Etsy.com slash terms. For gifts of all kinds, Etsy has it. Shop Etsy.com. Use code Mary10, M-E-R-R-Y 10. So broads, this last month has felt... Well, absolutely bonkers, if I'm being honest. Blame it on Mercury retrograde or the full moon or eclipse or whatever. But there are days when I have felt like I could barely keep it together. And by the time dinner came around, I swear we would have gone hungry if it wasn't thanks to Green Chef. I just didn't have it in me to get something edible on the table. And thankfully, we did not go hungry because Green Chef had our backs and it made feeding myself and my family a breeze with their meal kit delivery service. Well, and when schedules get busy, days get longer, it's easy to default to the drive-thru. But Green Chef will help you serve up healthy options without any extra prep time or trips to the grocery store. You pick out your meals from their rotating menu every week, and then Green Chef will send you the ingredients already pre-portioned and partially prepared. Just assemble using the included instructions and enjoy. Yes, and if you have specific restrictions, Green Chef is exactly what you need in your life because they make sure that each week their menus include vegan, gluten-free, keto, paleo options. The meals are delicious, ready super fast, and you'll even save money over grocery shopping or eating out. Go to greenchef.com slash chatty599. Use code chad fi- chatty599. Get $5.99 per meal on your first box and your first box ships free. That's greenchef.com slash chatty599. Use code chatty599 to get $5.99 per meal on your first box and your first box ships free today. Okay, so a few things also leading up to the rose (laughs) ceremony that we can talk about, right? So there's the whole drama with Victoria and Alex. We're not sure. Sinead does offer. She's like, you can send Alex my way. (laughs) Dude, this, I don't know. I am kind of like over it because there's so much. Look, they kept Alex around with the Australian girl giving him her rose. Yes. Obviously, she doesn't care about him. Obviously, producers are hope. I will say, though, so apparently Flo and Alex yeah. have been on Bachelor in Paradise together yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. and they've exchanged friendship roses. Okay. So okay, they okay, do okay. have a relationship okay. and they're like, let's keep each other on the okay. beach. But obviously, dude, it's like producers are trying to create some drama with Victoria and Johnny and Alex throughout this whole thing. I'm just like, dude, Victoria doesn't care about Alex. No. They're like, re- and you can tell they're like, there was a, a voiceover clip like before the rose ceremony where she's saying something like, I'm really not sure. And I'm like, dude, that was probably from like a week before when she was separated from like, they're really trying to make it a thing. And it was not a thing. I fully agree with you. Even when we see them sitting together before and Alex is talking to her, I kept thinking about the fact that she's still never kissed him. Yeah. And she's being like polite. He puts together this totally. whole thing. Obviously, she thinks he's hot. I yeah. mean, he's a very attractive man. Yeah. But it's so clear then she w- then goes and talks to Johnny and she's all cuddly with him and making out with him. Like, it just seemed quite obvious. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Also, there's this random drama about the original. The women are going back and forth about who's messier. That was a waste of time. I was so 
confused as to why the producers were like, we're going to do everything we can to try to stir up some sort of like mutiny drama where even Wells, which I'm sure is a lie, is like, oh, yeah, like the staff says it's the dirtiest they've ever seen it. I'm like, what? Why? Why are we like, stop wasting our time? <laughs> why are we watching this? And also, it didn't turn into anything. So why? Like, I am just really annoyed. Like, why did you draw out this season to be like 18 fucking episodes when there's all this dumb filler shit? I don't understand, Becca. Also, if you're going to draw out it to be that long, there's clearly a lot of things going on on the beach that I'm sure are way more interesting than this like fake drama. That goes nowhere. That goes nowhere. Unless I'll take it all back. Sure. If in two episodes, the whole dirty room thing becomes some big drama on the sure. beach. If it ends up becoming it and they have to have prepped us so that we didn't, that oh we knew what was going God. on. But there's no way it becomes no, something. No, no. They're just I thought trying it to might, pit. like, at that time, like, I thought there might be some sort of confrontation, and there's not. There wasn't. I would imagine what happened was that producers thought that the original women having to intermingle then with the new women, that they would maybe be mean to each other, yeah. or it would be rude, or yeah. everyone be... And it seems like everyone is just getting along splendidly, mm-hmm. or there hasn't been much drama at all, and nothing became that big. Like, even Kate and Shanae were not seeing any drama continuing with no, true. them. That's true. That's true, actually. So they're That's probably true. trying to spark some sort of issue because there hadn't been one organically. Okay, why did I write this in my notes? So for the actual rose ceremony, I said that there's two notable things in the rose ceremony. One is Victoria and Johnny because Victoria obviously ends up, which we saw coming, Victoria gives Johnny the rose. Um, but why did I write Shanae and Logan? What was notable about them with the rose ceremony? Not sure. Shanae did choose <laughs> Jacob, though. Huh. And that was a that was a surprise to a yeah. certain extent. I mean, they did have their little makeout session the first day, yeah. which then obviously led to the brushing, the mutual brushing of teeth and yes. flossing yes. together. And I won't lie to you, obviously we see things potentially take a turn in the second episode of this week, but I was like, I could actually see this working out. And we said it in the yeah. first week. Yeah. I didn't see it, though, when I remember after they made out, he, she was just sort of like, okay, like, calm down. Like, I don't think I, she's not really I just wonder into him. once they're getting to know each other, if it's yeah, one maybe, of those things that maybe. I'm like, oh, I could actually see blossom. this blossoming into something and <laughs> working out could be. in the real world. Could be. Okay. And now that he's famous via Lyft. Yeah. True. Now he's got that new couch. Yeah. You know, you never know. I do have to give it to Shanae. And this has to do with the second episode, too, like with her going with the twins, like and how she was on that whole double date. I have to hand it to Shanae because she really does just like she doesn't sit and mope around. She just like gets right back in the saddle and makes the best of the situation she's in. Shanae is here for paradise. Like she came on to this beach and she was like, I am going to date as many people as I can and try to meet the right person. Has and she's ever- open to dating Anyone. anyone. Has anyone ever been on so many dates on Paradise? I don't think is so. Is this like fifth date? I think this might be number five. Yeah. Like legit number Maybe five. Maybe more. Maybe more. That's unreal. And I'm proud of her. And she also has said that this is, I think, going to be the fourth where she said, I've never felt something like this. <laughs> because at first, who was the original? Logan. Before Logan... Oh, yeah. No, it was Logan. Logan right. Was Logan, date. James. Yeah. Then she never felt anything like James. Tyler never felt anything oh like Tyler. God. And now 
Joey. Never felt anything like that with Joey. Well, you know, we love to see it. Each person is different. So, you know, it makes sense that you would not feel the same as you have with someone else. They're a unique person. She's Um, giving us paradise. But, you know, she could be like really, I I think she was really into Logan. And I think she could have really like clung on to that for a while and really moped around. But no, instead she got right back in the saddle. Back in the saddle. Jacob, then hell yeah. Why not? Let's go on the double date with (laughs) one of the twins. Sure, they might be like 19, barely. Which, by the way, they made that such a big deal about how young they were. They're 23, sure, but. I even looked it up. They're 24. They kept changing their ages. Some people would say 23. Some would say 24. They're 24. And I was thinking that a lot of the people commenting on their ages are 26. Honey, I know. 26. Like, I think Logan was making some comments and he, you know, he's, he's literally 26. Same with Johnny. We're like, we're talking about how these guys are babies. They are like two years younger than your man's. They are young. Now, like but Michael, them, on the other hand, he was like, I'm, I'm like 15, you know, he's like 14 years older than them. I do get that. Sure. If I'd be on the sand, I'd be like, you know what? As a 34 year old woman, I'm not really interested personally for myself in dating a 24 year old man, a decade younger yeah. than me. But they're not that much younger than most of the yeah. other people on the beach this season. Definitely There's a lot not. of 25 and 26 year olds. Yes. 100%. Just noting. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Please. Um, and then ultimately only Adam goes home from the rose ceremony. Only Adam, which is also like, Adam seemed just like such a nice guy. It was kind of tragic. I'm sure he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Apparently he's a geologist. He posts all about his geology all the time. That's fun. Yeah. Exciting. Um, as for Victoria and Johnny, obviously Alex out of the picture and then they go on their date and I guess they're like a, they're like a thing. They're like a proper thing. They're like a real couple. Yes. They're, they're boyfriend girlfriend we definitely have some interesting dynamic when they go on their date um where you know they're in the sweat lodge and they're needing to open up and johnny is very guarded we've seen this from johnny in the last season with gabby it seems like he's you know it takes maybe a while or it's hard for him and then he reveals that he's scared that he's not going to be good enough i felt like that was very real like so did i vulnerable date i felt like he did a really awesome job opening up especially with someone who it's hard for them and it sure. doesn't necessarily come totally. naturally um there was a moment that i did note okay um, tell where he said that one of his concerns is that you know she had had he didn't say this uh, verbatim but then he was alluding to that victoria Wants to get married, wants to have children, and she had her list, and da da da. And he says, then he says, okay, that he does not think he's worried that he might not be there yet. Yeah. And she says, I think you're there. Okay. <laughs> this is a very notable moment for me because, and I'm not saying that she did anything wrong, sure. but he did say, I'm concerned I might not be there yet. And then she said, I think you are. So my concern for them moving forward is that he's not ready to be there yet. And she wants him to be. That's my biggest concern. Sure. Right. Because then I'm taking this moment of going like, well, there's been, especially in these two episodes, lots of moments where we have mishaps in communication. And this was a moment to me where I go, okay, Someone is communicating. They think they might not be ready. And then, uh, you know, understandably so, she says, well, I think you are. But it's like, but he also said he might not be. So this is a mo- this is a notable moment to remember. That's all. But then they go from there. Totally. And they're falling in love and saying this to each other and 
kissing and making she said, it serious, serious. She said she said like I had this moment where I feel like he could be like the one like this could be my fiance like mm-hmm. this is and she was crying and was like yet like he's my guy. Though Johnny may not be quote unquote ready in the way that he thinks Victoria wants him to be, Johnny is so in love with Victoria. Totally. Like I don't know if I've seen it's like Brandon level to me where I'm like this man maybe doesn't express himself right. the way that Brandon does. But this man is obsessed with her over the moon. Like the men are saying back in the pool. This is all time Johnny. OK, I personally would love what I felt like was the last of this episode personally was all the stuff with Eliza Justin Rodney and then Genevieve and Aaron both of which I think lead into the next episode Correct. would you like to talk about Justin Eliza and Rodney yes I would okay I would too <laughs> great let's do it okay first of all I was thinking that Rodney and Eliza were heading down the same path like Johnny and Victoria I'm like oh this is like a becoming a real thing for them and then Justin showed up back yeah. up on the oh, beach a thousand percent. and oh how the Turn tables, tables turned, turned. <laughs> I mean, that was that was a quick flip. That was a 180. And also, yeah, Rodney and Eliza, it was the, it was solid. It was Brandon and Serene 2.0. Yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah, they were solid. They seemed solid. Now, let's just get into it because Eliza, both on this episode and the next episode, the, the, the Monday night episode, I was kind of like, OK, and then. Tuesday night episode I was like girl what are you doing I uh, this is yeah no go ahead go ahead well what really got my goat on the Tuesday night episode is she has this conversation with Rodney where she's sort of like not (laughs) she's telling him like show me how much you really okay 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 Monday night episode she's doing this whole thing which I've seen often on the show. I probably have done it myself where she wants and we see um, this exact same thing play out with Kate and Logan. It's like there's an opportunity to go on this date with someone. They ask the guy, how do you feel about that? Both Eliza and Kate expressed interest in going on the date beforehand. And then they're asking the guy, what do you think? I'm thinking about going on this date. What are your thoughts? Both guys basically say like, it's cool. Do your thing. I think that's good for you to explore. Both women are like, how dare he? He should have fought for me. Yes. Okay. Um, So there's that. Like I said, it's very common. I think it's not, it's this whole mind reading thing that's not really fair to do to somebody. But then what really got me was on Tuesday night's episode when Eliza is then has the conversation with Rodney and I expected her and Justin expected her to fully break things off with Rodney was the impression I was getting. Oh, really? Justin seemed that Justin and Eliza weren't having like a solid conversation about it. But Eliza, the way she was talking to Justin was like, this really sucks. It sucks to have to hurt someone. It's hard. And Justin's like, I know. No, I know. But they seemed to me to be having this undertone of the conversation, this subtext of like, sucks to have to let Rodney down. It was like really how 
what I felt like Justin was picking up from the conversation. That's what I was picking up from the conversation. Okay. okay. And then she has this conversation with Rodney where she's like, well, you should have fought for me. And he's like, okay, like, um, and she's like, well, you should have done this for me. You need to do this for me. And he's like, okay, well, how can I prove it to you? And she's like, well, you're just going to have to prove it to me. You're just going to have to show me. And he's like, okay. And then she goes back to Justin and immediately starts like rolling around making out with him. And I think Justin did not know that's how the conversation went down with Rod went down with Rodney. Okay. And then Genevieve's getting upset with Air uh, Justin. And I feel like Rodney's feeling a little bit of some type of way about Justin. But I do not think Justin knew that's how the conversation went down between Eliza and Rodney. Okay. Yes. Yes. Oh no. The 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 frustration with Justin to me is is totally misplaced. Un, is uh, misplaced and unfounded. Like I totally understand how the whole situation fucking sucks. Totally. Everyone loves Rodney. Totally. He's an absolute doll. Yeah. And now Justin comes down totally. and it's like fuck of all the sweet people. Like it's gonna be it's gonna be Rod Rodney's partner that like whatever. But at the same time, it's a little bit like, okay, well, this is just, it's the nature of the game. And is into him. What are you there do? was no verbal commitments that they were right. exclusive. Totally. Which, by the way, Andrew, right? Who said, I was like, oh, someone's watching the TV being like, excuse me? So Andrew, who's like <laughs> Justin's BFF, full blown, full blown That's why BFF, he said that. Andrew said... Rodney's the right choice well he said he said Justin doesn't seem like as ready like he, he yeah. straight up said like I think that he said I think like Rodney's you know ready to take it serious and like take it to that next step I'm not so sure about Justin I was like Will you <laughs> oh god I'd be pissed I'd be like, I'd be like dude don't throw me under the bus even if it is true don't say that That's a, you're basically saying wrong reasons how dare you um but I okay for myself personally watching okay. this whole thing the way that i felt there's a few pieces to it first and foremost i want to say that i've been trying to watch it because i get so emotionally caught up in this sure. shit. i can't help it i've been trying to watch it from the perspective of like the amount of hours filmed versus True. what we see True. so i'm like okay there's certain things maybe the dynamic of relationship True. for instance the amount of time that that right. aaron and, and genevieve are maybe actually spending together Totally. I would like to know what that actually is. Also, it seems like there's been other fights because everyone seem is talking about. I got the impression that they're, they're literally always, always up and yes. down. We've only seen like a couple fights play out, and right. I was getting the vibe from everyone that this is they're Colin always fighting. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. But yeah. But I try to remember that. Also, apparently Eliza is getting tons of hate online, mm. and it's like fucking stop. Okay. Yeah. I don't think anyone should hate on her. I did think in this Tuesday night's episode, I felt like she was being kind of manipulative. I felt like. I did not agree with the yeah. the certain dynamic going on on Tuesday's episode, but I'm just like, uh, don't do not sit. You the don't fucking have to hate is absolutely ridiculous. This to me, it started off as different forms of communication going on. Mm. Honestly, like you have Rodney who is trying to be extremely respectful and be like, I, I. That's what both. That's what the guys are always trying to do. They don't want to be like. I mean. 
Well, give him like, props. They're not trying to be this weird possessive. Right, like you're not allowed to, to go with anyone. Right. He's trying to be control. He's not trying to be trying to not be controlling for sure. And be like, okay, like I, I'm, I'm not gonna. This is you. You need to do what you need to do, and I'm not gonna, you know, tell you you can or can't do something because that's not an okay thing to do to someone. But then Eliza does say to him, "I really want you to say this to me." Yeah. And then he does say. Well, I don't want you to, but I think you should. I think it's a good idea. And she's looking at him going, I'm giving you, I'm communicating with you that I'm saying I'm giving you permission to tell me I don't want you to go and let it just be that. But I don't get this. Why don't you just say as, why wouldn't she just say? (sighs) It's just is a little, it's really unfair to me because I feel like why not? Okay. Are you, are you interested in going on the date with Justin or not? If you are, like, if you're not, then say to, to Ronnie, like, dude, I'm so into you. I want to know how much you, f- I want to know how you feel yes. about me. Why no. are you using this whole game to measure how much someone's into you? I I think that that is ultimately what, what I pulled away from this, that I was just like, oh man, it's such a, it was just such a bummer because I was like, oh, if it would have just been a lot of just straightforward communication instead of like, how is this person going to respond? Totally. It would have just gone so much smoother. Well, and then what Rodney said, though, which I did think made sense, though, he doubled down, but he also said, he goes, well, look, like, you can see, he's basically saying, if you have something more with Justin, if you have stronger feelings for him, okay, if you then come back, it could strengthen our relationship knowing that you've explored something else. Totally. Which I felt like was I listen reasonable. Listen, I 1,000% <sighs> felt like he was being respectful. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was mature and kind. Yeah. 1000% loved. Yeah. Loved. But then I also do understand being in this type of high stress situation sure. and being like I want to know that I have someone who's willing to be uncomfortable and fight for me. Sure. And so I'm going to let you know that I want you this is what I this is how I'm going to feel loved. Yeah. So please say don't go. Yeah. Cuz there was a moment in the conversation where he said don't worry about like breaking my heart or whatever that if you're in the moment i could see myself going what are you saying that like i don't have the ability to break your heart do you not care that much sure sure, i'm not saying that's the correct thing right but i get being in that moment totally um i was confused about the whole i'm gonna say yes to justin and then have the conversation and same thing with kate like i'm gonna say yes to hayden and then no that's why i'm like dude you're playing a game here and that's like you you're setting up this situation and then you're like blaming it on someone else for not reacting the way you wanted them to to a situation that you already like fully agreed to like i felt like i didn't get i didn't pick up on what you were talking about with the justin and um the justin and eliza Mm. piece where like he thought that that she was going to end it i didn't necessarily pick up on that but in her conversation in the rodney eliza conversation later i was again it was a moment where i was just so bummed out about like oh it's if we just focused on the fact that like even though communication sometimes isn't the sexiest thing on the planet i know it's not fun and sexy to be like i'm gonna lay out exactly for you how i want yeah and feel loved yeah um i know i've struggled with that so fucking much in my own relationship where i'm like i'm gonna hint at something 
and not be direct. No, this is like the classic. It's called the mind reading thing. You want the person to read your mind and know what you right. And want. I'm and I'm like I yeah I, because it's not it's not sexy to to have to just really lay it out there because then you start to question. You're like, is it real or is it just because I said right? And you know, and that's I think something just like in our romantic narratives throughout time that has we've really enforced. Just not true. It's like no, when someone steps yeah. into it, when you ask, it's because they care. And for me, I'm like in that conversation. I was like, Rodney then said, I want to do everything I can to show you how intentional I am. Uh, like he said, he's like, I've been, I feel like I've been intentional. The whole beach feels like I've been intentional, but maybe Eliza hasn't felt sure specifically yeah. cared for in that way. So I'm, so he asked, what can I do specifically to be intentional? And, um, and she said that I don't want to tell you, I just want to see it. And that was a moment where I was like, no. And I, and it, oh, it bummed me out so much because genuinely I fucking related to it. No, for sure. I'm like, I've done this. For sure. I am, I've done this so many times in relationships yeah. where I'm just like, well, I don't want to tell you to do the dishes. Like, I don't want to tell you to do whatever. No, of course. I and want you to like, just know how to do it. Because yeah. you want that feeling of like, I want it to feel like you're doing it without me having to, but totally, but it's such a bummer because there's these missed opportunities of getting, of being so loved by someone yeah. and Rodney wants to love her. But sometimes because we're all different people, we need to know how you're going to feel specifically. Yeah. Loved. And I, I, and it's, yeah, there's no reason to go give Eliza hate, but it's like that whole thing of like, I don't want to have to tell you is kind of toxic or to even be like, Oh, I want to feel loved by me trying to run off to someone else and then you stopping me from running off to someone else. It's like, dude, that's not fair. Like, neither of those things are fair. It's like this whole the, these two episodes, Becca, I thought, you know, like I said, I think the second one was better. I did enjoy the first one, mm. but it was such, in my opinion, excellent reality TV in the, like excellent reality tv in the way that it was painful to watch oh yeah because it was such a mirror of relationships oh my god for sure oh no we'll get more into real, that oh. real relationship drama definitely more so i agree than the whole bullshit that they're trying to pull with the whole like the room is dirty and now they're fighting it's like no this was actually like real shit i liked the second episode way better for that reason um i just felt Okay, here's what I will say about both Logan and Rodney. I think the problem is... I felt is, like Logan's was very different, by the way. I felt like the... I felt like it was different, but I felt like the main... De the That that device was the same that both women were trying to employ. Just oh, that sure. specific device. No, that's, that's the only similarity, No, for sure, for sure. No, I'm, I'm saying the difference between Rodney and Logan was vast to yes. me. <laughs> the yes. I will say, I think that they both have the same problem, though, and I think that this is something... I was, ref I was talking to Gray about this. I think this is something that um, is a struggle in a lot of modern relationships is I think it's hard because... Um, we want men to be respectful and give women the space, you know, like mm -hmm. both men, both. I do feel like Logan's men energy was different, but I felt like he was drunk. I felt like he was high. Yeah. And he was just I, sitting there I, like, whatever, bro, I don't care. Yeah. He was just sitting there just kind of like, whatever. I'm like, okay. But, you know, I'm sure even if he was sober, which he didn't seem like it. 
I did feel like both guys were just trying to do the right thing because yes. we've seen people in other seasons yes. be like, no, you're mine. And that's like, Ugh, it's weird. You know, I feel like both guys are trying to do ultimately at the heart of it, the right thing of be like, have your space, do your thing. Abs- absolutely. Now, I think the problem is, is that just in general, I'm not like now talking about male, female, hetero relationship dynamics. I, I feel like there can be this like feminine masculine energy play where like I'll just I'll just do it in like a hetero relationship like women want the men to be like a healthy masculine which does look like pursuing and does look like this more like intentional thing I think the toxic side of that is being like don't talk to anyone else you know or I'll kill them because yeah. I love you you know and I think that the healthy version of that though is like more of this pursuit and I was telling Gray it's the issue I've seen with the men on this season in general is We've we have about not this many times. been seen a pursuit we no have flower not crowns. even though no sand yes, making or sand dude, even making. though Ronnie is very kind we are still missing and I feel like that's kind of what Eliza's getting at she's trying to pursue it in a toxic manner by saying like chase me down you know like Mm -hmm. know exactly what I want when I want it without me having to tell you but I feel like what both Kate and Eliza at the heart of it are both desiring is seen not just intentional about words but like show me and pursue me court me like make me feel special make me you know have do the thing like you know brandon is so corny but he's great at it where he's like i'm gonna make you breakfast you know i'll lay down my shirt so you don't have to walk it's this brandon is a beautiful example of it yeah and it's this trope i know there's this trope of like being a gentleman and holding the door but it's like and you don't have to do all that dumb shit but there is something to be said about like uh, i would say like a very stereotypical you know, woman, feminine energy, whatever you want to call it, it wants to feel like pursued and wants to be wants to feel special. And I feel like the men are not doing in general, not doing a great job. And I feel like it's reflecting in society of not being like, hey, how about I go like, gra- how are you feeling today? Can I go grab you a smoothie? Like, I do feel like this kind of like serving energy yes. makes does make women feel like so taken care of and yes. so like pampered and so special. And I think that we're missing that. And so the women are going into these more toxic territories, even with Genevieve, she's scraping for like, well, can we get, go in the pool like together? We have 10 minutes And together. he said, you know, like, well, we spent all day together and this is so... And it's we'll like, get, but it wasn't intentional We'll get more time. into this. It yeah, we'll get more into it. But it's like, yeah, time. laying around next to each other on the couch chatting with people is like not the same as you doing, going out of your way to like do something special right. for me. All it takes is 20 minutes of doing something special and you feel like your cup is full and you feel because that person showed you that you were like special in that moment. I feel like that's what's really missing on the beach. And if that it's a quick it's a quick moment of i'm making breakfast and i'm gonna make you a plate as well and bring it to you while you're sitting there yeah out of my way to just make sure that i'm thinking about you as well would you like to go stargazing with me you know would you like to go for a walk on the sand with me and hold hands like you've mentioned before it's a dating show yes that's what it's supposed to be it's not a vacation it's a day you guys aren't doing anything You're not doing. It's why is it dating show? You're supposed to be dating. Yeah. So that's kind of that's kind of my thing. This isn't Big Brother. This isn't uh, the real world. It's a literal dating show. No, it's yeah. A, you're supposed to be falling in love. I'm gonna say this to and anyone like who's listening. Said before this is the honeymoon phase. So if we're having problems now, something something to consider. 
I'm just going to say this for any men who might be cast on Bachelor and are going to be on Paradise next year or something. Come with your A game. Have little special moments in mind. You know, have just but I think I think it is a thing I'm going to say to just any man or person who might have a more like if we're talking about the the qualities of different polarities of energy, anyone who have might have more of that, I don't know, masculine dominant whatever kind of energy you want to call it. Be thinking of ways that you can cultivate special, intentional moments, even just five minutes. Show the person you love. I mean, anyone could would benefit from this. Show the person you love. They're special. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's really what I feel like is lacking Amen. here. I have to say, you know, shout out to Alex in totally. that way. Alex, immediately, he's had one night with Victoria on the, on the sand and immediately put together wine. Yeah. You know, she likes to drink red wine. So we put that together to have an intentional totally. conversation. Totally. So, you know, did it work out? No, no. but there was intentionality. And he was good with that. I will say, like I said, with my friend that he did, he would like listen to something that she said and then like send that in the mail for her, you know, nice. as a surprise. Like those little things go a really, really long it's way. Very nice. Yes. So I don't know. Like I said, I don't think it has to be anything crazy. Would you like to go on a walk with me and hold hands and, you know, whatever? Would you like to go stargazing with me? Just so Cultivate. that's so that's my point with this whole the, the, with the <sighs> love triangle with the Justin Eliza Rodney piece, mm-hmm. right? I am the hate that's being spread to me is yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, do I disagree with the way that certain things personally? Do I disagree with the way that certain totally. things went down? Yeah, for sure. Which, by the way, but I, I also see myself. It was like a mirror sometimes oh in 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 relationship moments. But I, what I was thinking about too is I'm like, okay, we don't see every hour. And every moment reflected. And I do understand then the feeling of having someone come back just for you Mm -hmm. and the intentionality of that and being like, oh, this person came back to the sand specifically for me. Although I have to say, I do think that she will end up with the same feelings and issues that she has had with Rodney. I, Justin's I think so too. The most fabulous. Oh, you mean with Justin? Well, yeah. You said Rodney. No, the same issues she's having with Rodney. Like, I think that she will eventually be to Justin like, you're yes. not chasing yeah, oh, gotcha, me enough. Gotcha, That's gotcha, what I gotcha. mean. Okay. Like, I think that she's going to ultimately. I feel like this love tri- triangle, I think everyone will leave the beach, unfortunately. <laughs> I think it's going to end well. And I'm worried. Well. I'm worried for them because I feel like it's going to be a painful exit. But I do have to say, my goodness, like. As tough as it was watching just like, oh, the stress with the communication and you see two people wanting to both feel loved and just like missing each other yeah. and like all that, um, that I so appreciated, um, you know, I did really appreciate Rodney and Justin's conversation where they sat together and they were like, hey, here's the thing. Rodney was like, I'm here for Eliza. Justin's like, so totally. am I. And they put it out. And and Rodney said to him, he goes, the, the damage is already done. And he, he let him know. But, you know, also Rodney, when he said the damage is done, was also being super self-reflective and being like, maybe I should have been selfish. Do I think he should have been? No, I think Rodney, I do believe that Rodney was doing the respectful thing. Totally. But it was very, it was, it was actually seeing them have that conversation and express how they were both feeling was very nice. It was just, it was very, it was very, it felt good to see in the midst of like, cause it, it was like not fun. No, like what they were going through is not fun. And I don't think they were feeling like happy, happy, joy, 
love and peace feelings towards each other but they were no. still able to just put it out no. there and just like be respectful it was it was really I nice like to see on the sand as well the nuanced feelings of everyone totally who they were like oh even the friends of justin were like oh we're hurting for rodney right now yep and they were but but then they were communicating that with justin it's not you but we are sad for rodney yeah and there was the nuance going on on the beach where it's like okay we're hurting for rodney we're also don't we want you to be happy too justin and then it doesn't feel like on the beach either that people were villainizing Eliza. They were going, Eliza's in a situation where two amazing guys are interested in her and we're figuring out what that dynamic's going to look like. It felt actually, this love triangle on the beach felt like it was being supported in a kind way by everyone, which was was nice and unusual from past seasons to see because normally I feel like we see people taking sides quick. Yes. Yes. Quick. Yes, I agree. Should we take an ad break? Yes, let's take an ad break and talk about dating. Speaking of there all we go. this, this con- the like you're saying it's a dating show. What about a dating app? What about a dating app it's for dating. Yes, well, dating. Let's listen. Here's the thing about dating. Dating can be a lot of things, as we are seeing on this show. Yeah. Uh, from people, for some people, it's exciting and fun and new, and for others, it's a little bit exhausting or scary or tedious, yeah. or dramatic, and that might change from day to day or week to be week. But one relationship that never changes is the relationship you have with your number one partner, yourself. The Match Dating app might be known as a dating app, but they're all about making sure your relationship with yourself is your number one priority. Yeah, Match believes the most important relationship is with yourself. So in a world where you can choose to do anything or you can choose to do anyone, choose you first. Because dating someone who knows what they want and they won't settle for less. That is sexy as hell. Mm-hmm. And when you're ready to get out there, Match is ready to help you on your dating journey. And look, there is no shame in the online dating game. I personally know so many success stories of people who have found true love online, specifically from the Match dating app. In fact, are you ready for this one? My dad and my stepmom met on match no way and they have had a beautiful <laughs> relationship a marriage now of 11 years wow. and they found their perfect match on match it's so that. beautiful I didn't know uh, that. yes i know right so if you're ready to give it a go give match a try today you never know who you'll find if you do you you already know the best relationships show up when you show up for yourself first there's never been a better time to try match download the match app today So men can be ridiculously hard to shop for. Uh, Like with Evan, I could go 11 months of the year with great ideas for gifts. And then December comes and it's like a total blank slate up there uh, in the gift giving section of my brain, I should say. If you can relate, then let us help you out a bit. The perfect gift for the guy in your life is a gift from Manscaped. So you don't have to look any further. The Manscaped Performance Package 4.0, it has exactly everything every guy needs and should have in their lineup when it comes to grooming. The Package 4.0 comes with the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. I love it. I steal it and use it. It's amazing. The Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair tr- Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, the Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a Travel Bag to hold all your goodies. So, what are all those things? First of all, the lawnmower trimmer, it's the premier trimming tool for men with advanced skin safe technology to reduce the risk of cuts and it's waterproof. Like I said, I use it for trimming because it works way better than any other trimmer I've 
ever seen. It has even a little like flashlight built into it and everything. It's incredible. The Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Trimmer. It takes care of even the peskiest little hairs that are often missed. And then the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver keep your man's Christmas balls smelling and looking fresh long after the holidays are over. Trust me, uh, this is a gift for your man, but also a gift for you. You know how I feel about those Christmas balls. (laughs) And the Manscaped products have been a gift in our household personally. Okay, Evan's been obsessed with them for years and you know I'm a fan. Get 20% off and free shipping with code chatty at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with code chatty at manscaped.com. You can get him the best gift of all from Manscaped. His balls will. Thank you. Okay, speaking of a mirror, I want to talk about Aaron and Genevieve. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Well, Becca, I got to tell you, um, we had guesses about what would cause this argument to go down. There were moments that you predicted with the whole Justin Monday piece. Monday night episode, I, I yeah. I do believe that the Justin piece is really what kind Threw of... a wrench and things. ...set the tone totally. for the tenseness uh, but it wasn't technically the final the final thing that really made this explosive. I thought that, first of all, on Monday night's episode, I felt like Aaron did actually like a really good job of expressing about the whole thing with Justin of like, I didn't I, I didn't want to feel like your second choice. Like and, and there were some moments where she literally said like, oh, but you like that. Oh, where she was like, but that's that is what it was. The slip Then she goes, oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. That's not what I meant. But then even. Yeah, that slip. But then even after that, he was like, I don't want to feel like you ended up with me because things failed with Justin. She was like, well, that is what it is. Like there were moments in the conversation where she was like, well, that is what happened. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) there was. (laughs) Bro, the first (laughs) Monday night, that moment, I was like, okay, I I get what's going on right now Mm -hmm. because we have a situation where, like Aaron said later, he, it's a sensitive subject for him. And I fully understood where Aaron was coming from, where he was like, I want to make sure that you love Aaron for Aaron. Right. <laughs> you need to love Aaron for Aaron, not for this person who makes you feel good or, or second because, fiddle yeah. because Justin, Justin wasn't, she said, was being out, yeah. shitty and, right. you know, da da da. Um, and we see a moment where Aaron does say she's been talking about Justin a lot. Yeah. Now, I fully believe, after watching this conversation go down, I fully believe she is not hung up romantically on Justin. Okay. I think she's really into Aaron. Yeah. I believe, because I'm just going to put myself in her shoes because I think I can do this too. And I'm like, oh man, no, I I, I feel this. This was a mirror, mm-hmm. right? I believe the reason that Genevieve keeps talking about Justin is like, you know when you really don't like someone? No, for sure. And you feel like they've done you wrong and everyone around you is like, oh yeah, we love that guy. And you're like, listen to me. Totally. He was being a shit. I'm like, I've done that shit before too where I get stuck on something Uh because the people around me are like, I think they're pretty nice. And I'm like, you have no idea. So every opportunity, I'm bringing that up. I don't think that that's healthy, but you're trying to get people on your side. Of course. She wants people to be team Genevieve, not team Justin. Of course. And she's still annoyed with him that he like did her or what she perceives as him doing her dirty, which I don't think he... I, from what we saw, didn't really feel like he didn't really did anything that wrong to her, but whatever. She I don't think doesn't so like either. She doesn't like the way things played out. She's still pissed at him. I will say, I remember having, I had a, a boyfriend I was with and I had, I was still angry about previous 
boyfriend and I would kind of talk about it often be like, he said that he texted me this and that just made me so pissed. Yeah. He posted this and that made me so pissed. And I do remember my boyfriend at the time saying the thing, which I always say is like the opposite of love isn't, isn't hate it's indifference and he was sort of like you're still like you may not be hung up on him like you want to be with him but like he still puts like makes you feel like big emotions right. like you gotta let this let this dude go because you I, are still kind of like hung up on him in that way and i do fully i recognize that yeah. where it's like the diff the the difference between like love and or hate and apathy or whatever um but i do think there is a factor at least i know for myself where I might not be hung up on that person. Yeah. But if the people around me are like, he's the best or yeah. we love him and I feel like he did me wrong, I want to prove my point. I I felt like it was kind of that, but then also it was like the minute that he stepped down on the, on the steps, she was like, why is he here? <laughs> and when I say hung up, I don't mean that that means you still want to be with them, but I think that you can be like, hung up on them in that like you need to get over them in oh, the sure. sense of like stop and it was literally like the second he stepped on the beach she's like why is justin here why the fuck would he be here he he got he left and he got sent home for a reason oh no there needs to be a moment where you're like it needs to stop i think about myself and this was in a romantic relationship but with a friend of mine who her and i had it out yeah and we did not get along but we still had the same mutual friends whenever i'd be with them they would talk about her and how great she was yeah. and i would always be like you guys have no idea totally, totally. because she did this 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 and this to me and I would think about that and one day I realized I was like bitch you just gotta like you are holding on to this like you gotta let it go you have to let it go you know you know what happened and you can keep totally. it to yourself you don't need to spread the word over Granted, here this has been about 10 days what since Justin left you know what we gotta give her that we gotta give her that it's been a few days and obviously the <laughs> it's sleep been literally like a week and a half since she had a thing with Justin <laughs> the sleep the sleep is not happening uh, apparently there are you know tons of creatures in their shower yeah. and their rooms a disaster so how can you concentrate when your room is just an absolute mess all of these things have to that has to be taken into consideration but i did feel like when aaron was saying like this is a sensitive subject to me it hurts my feelings totally. i totally got that i'm like yeah I'd, i that would feel to me too if i was in aaron's position like you are still yeah hung up on this guy and that I wasn't your first choice and this makes me feel sad and I felt like that was handled you know obviously there was <laughs> when she went back up to see him and they were going back and forth that there were explosive moments in that that I was like well I think communication again could have really been beneficial in this moment yeah uh clear communication but ultimately we see them then coming together on one of the day beds and Aaron having a moment of tears. I know. And him saying he wants to be seen. I know. And I was I know, like, oh it was my really gosh. sweet, really vulnerable. And then Genevieve was there for him and comforted no. him. And then he was like, shook it off really quick. And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. No, no, it's good. It's good. It's good. But we had that moment. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Totally. Um, and then there was Tuesday night's episode. And then there was Tuesday Let me tell you something. Episode. Talking about Amir. Gray and I fight exactly like Aaron and Genevieve. Literally, like, exactly. Like, we were watching the episode last night, and we, I kept being like, that's so you. Like, that is so me. Like, we fight with each other. Is it is exactly the way they do it? The, the same. Like, same Aaron male, is, man, is and okay. woman. Same. <laughs> I cannot count how many fights we've had that are literally exactly what happened, where she said, Hey, like, 
this made me feel some type of way like I don't oh my god like literally about the same kind of thing of like you're gonna go hang out with your friends whatever he's I've like, been you saying I want to go in the pool my guy yeah he's like I she's like I've been saying I want to go in the pool with you and now you're gonna go and he's like what like I can't hang out with my friends like I've spent all day with you and then he gets triggered because she's saying that something upset her he doesn't like the feeling which by the way she see and it's my bias is coming out i'm like that's on him (laughs) he she was saying how she felt about this thing he felt like that wasn't fair he felt in that minute moment like he was being controlled like she's not being fair and he's feeling like he is feeling probably because of stuff from his childhood whatever like he feels like guilty for making her feel some way and he like doesn't like that and it's like that's not fair for you to make me feel like i'm not doing enough for you because mm-hmm. i do enough for you and so he's getting triggered in that moment he's getting angry because of those feelings that that's bringing up and then she just shuts down and is like and then is so fucking like hurt because he reacted and made her feel like she couldn't like talk about how she was feeling well i think as well and maybe i'm speaking for genevieve so i apologize genevieve if this was not the case but myself as a uh emotive sensitive person i was noting when genevieve did start the conversation and he snapped at her right Mm -hmm. away that she stayed very calm and and at least for myself, if I was in Genevieve's position as an emotive, sensitive person as well, I'm like, I'm doing my damnedest and I am proud of myself right now for not responding in an emotive way. And so she was having these moments of like, I'm not even reacting to you and you're going Oh, off. no. As Genevieve, in those literally as Genevieve, it's like, OK, I just and also, especially when you're in this kind of dynamic, you're then coming to the conversation sometimes being like okay i'm gonna present this in the best way that i can so that this person hears me and then when it backfires you're like wow like there's like yeah and then you're all triggered because they well that's the thing so it's those moments where it's like as an emotive sensitive person i am doing my best to not react right now and i'm just nodding and i'm listening to you as you're being reactive so, but I have a threshold and then all of a sudden when you aren't responding, like you said, then it's like, I'm out. I'm leaving the beach. I'm gone. Fuck this shit. Yeah. Granted, like I told Gray, I was like, uh, thankfully, we're a little bit healthier. I'm a little bit healthier. So, you know, I was I was telling Gray, I was like, yeah, if I was a little bit more unhealthy, if I had maybe witness different dynamics in my family and you know if things have been a little different i would 100 be the person in our fights where and i had a friend like this where i would um you know i would be like probably throwing things at his car putting all of his stuff into the front yard like i would yeah pack up my bags like i would probably go there and luckily i I'm not there, but I yeah. could go there. Well, I'm a runner, so I definitely responded to that. I'm just like, the argument gets too, Ugh. too real. And I'm like, I'm out of here. Ugh. But I, there were so many moments to me that what I kept noting that I was like, oh no, guys, no. Because this is where I really related to their dynamic is that there were numerous times when both of yep. them did not want to go there and the other person pushed. Uh-huh. Where it's like, she 
got upset and pulled back for a second. And I don't think she was playing a game. I think she was trying to avoid getting more upset. There was, and then he went, what is it? What is it? And then there was also a moment. And then she's also not wanting to elicit more of an angry response for him. Right. So she's also like, I'm not going to say anything because I don't know how you're going to respond. And like, I just don't want it. That's going to make me even more upset. And then there was a moment where like he removed himself. uh, Oh, the first episode mm-hmm. where, yes, did he do a little bit of a slamming of the cup to get sure. sure, but he did remove himself. And when she came and she's like, what's going on? He's like, it's not you. It's not you. You don't know what's going on. I need space. I, I need, need space. space. And then she wouldn't. And I resp- I resonated with totally. that where I'm like, oh, my gosh, like I know for myself, like y- there is definitely a. Uh, a lot of moments where the person is going, I know right now I'm about to have an unhealthy response. Totally. And so I'm going to remove myself for a moment or I'm not going to communicate this exact thought yep. with you because I know it will become a, a, an argument that I don't want to go there right now. I need to totally balance and level myself and put up some boundaries. And then the other person is a little bit like, no, I want to talk about it. And oh, it's like, yeah. no, you got to respect the boundary of me saying, I don't want to talk about well, it. And I saw that happening a bunch in also that situation too. tied up, I think, in that pushing also has to do with like neither person wanting to like, admi- like neither person wanting to back down and wanting to be right. Like I also saw that, which is something that plays out quite frequently for us too is like when they were when she was like with the bags and whatever there was like a moment where there was missed opportunities for both of them where one person could be like you know like I don't want it to be like this like I'm really sorry whatever and instead I saw both of them do the thing where they like saw had that moment that like open opportunity and it was like you're being a fucking bitch like you know it's like that was the energy that was then brought of like but how you know there's like a moment and then you're like but how dare you even get you know how dare you even say what you did to me you know and then it's like oh and then it just becomes in yeah no that one i was like i didn't i didn't resonate with that moment as much but i was like i so resonated with the like don't push them right now they're trying to remove themselves to be healthy like don't do it don't do it like i know that you want to know what's going on because it feels good to know what's going on, but they're trying to remove themselves to be a better partner or to regulate themselves. And I think it's a little bit of a masochistic thing too. Like you're saying like, you know, you're like, oh, I want to know what's going on. But it's like, if you really paused within yourself you know exactly what's fucking you know going, what's on. going on they need a break because they're gonna say something that they don't that they're gonna regret so, if you keep pushing uh, and then you're like you decide oh, to go there anyway oh becca you know? i feel it so deep in my gut oh yeah when it's like i know you know exactly why know they're going exactly into the other room when evan takes a step away because he's like you know what there's been so many moments where evan will take a step away from me because he knows that I'm in a space where maybe I'm feeling stressed or whatever, and he doesn't want to add on it's anything. Not, and it's like, there. you know what? This kind of bothered me, but maybe we'll go there when I'm feeling more regulated or like when she's however, and I'm going to remove myself like graciously and process it with myself, maybe with my therapist later, and then bring it up at a better time if mm-hmm. need be. It, there's no point, right? And I'll follow him and be like, what, 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 what? Because I want it. But I know. You know exactly I know what's going to then start. And I know that I'm not in a space that's ready to hear it. I know I'm not receptive because I know I'm feeling hot. Oh, man. Yeah, what is that? It's like, you know, we don't like it's like nobody likes to feel that fight. Is is that just like that toxic desire to like engage like what is that i think it might be the same thing as like when you know that you're about to open a dm or a thread that's like that's going to be really hard it might be trash talking you and you and you just are like but i have to know what they're saying Mm. 
instead of just being like, you know what? I'm not in the space to see this right now. Yeah. I'm going to step away. It's like, I got to know. It's almost this. I. It's almost this like need of like, oh, I need to know what other people think of me in this uh -huh. moment, especially when you're like maybe in an argument. It's like, I need to know what you think of me. I think it's a different motivation for me because I also don't do that anymore. I feel like it's the motivation for me is like, I don't know. Like, I think sometimes it's just like, I don't know. I don't like, I don't like to fight, but then I guess it's just for me, like the thing of like, I don't know, wanting to be right or something. Like, I, I don't know to try to like nail in a point or something, but it's like, you know, it's compulsive sometimes. You're like, you leave them alone. And then you're like, I can't. Oh, I can't. The demon takes over. You're like, must. I must bother them now. incessantly until they snap. <laughs> That's the thing. This episode, like I said, I'm seeing so many people online with strong opinions about all different sides and whatever. I was like, this, if we're being really honest, was were two episodes that were packed full of mirrors to all different types of very real why, parts dude, of that's why people are reacting strongly online yeah people don't like to see their own shit being displayed because sure. like disgusting oh sure i was having so many moments throughout this episode where someone would do something and i'd be like oh i feel that because oh that's what i do and oh man maybe sometimes when you see it on the screen you're like no why would you do that don't do that it's not good it's not I healthy i know it's kind of amusing with aaron and genevieve see and I think this is a great illustration of like what our what our couples therapist says is like at the end of it, what it really got down to is and it took a lot of ugh, all over the place to get there. But it, what it ultimately came down to is like, I don't I, you know, I love you. I feel scared. I don't want you to leave. Like and then the minute that they could both just do that, then suddenly it was like everything was OK. How funny was it? It was crazy to me. I did not realize in the beginning of that fight scene that Johnny and Victoria, I thought they were on a nearby daybed. I didn't realize Victoria and Johnny were literally sitting right next to Genevieve and Aaron. Becca, not only were... That was so no, no, funny. No, not only were they sitting right next to them, that was the daybed that was including the entire cast. It was 30 people Funny. strewn on the bed and we slowly see all of them make their way that off as the two so... you know that couple at the party who doesn't care who's there they're having the full-blown argument oh, in front of everyone i'm like the second that, that aaron looked at genevieve and goes what what's going on i'm like i would have like taken my i've been like come with me and walked For up sure. and be like let's do this privately even if the cameras are here nope they were like we don't care everyone's here they can leave we're not moving we're having the argument in front of everyone and just like they had the argument in front of everyone they had their reuniting moment in front of everyone i mean within moments they are back having celebratory drinks he is ass grabbing there was a moment though when on the jungle path, they, you know, Aaron was just like, why can't we just have fun? We'll be looking back on these days. Oh my God, that cracked me up. I just want to have a drink and enjoy my life. And I won't let anybody get in the way of enjoying my life. I, I'm, I'm not happy. And she's like, I'm not happy either. But I'm in love with you. <laughs> and then he tells her that he's in love with her. And Victoria and Eliza then are cheering. And this is all happening so quickly. I don't know if you noticed, she was never smiling. There's just 
Aaron says he's falling in love with her. They start cheering immediately. And then Aaron kind of, they slowly embrace. And it was almost like it's all happening so fast that it was decided for Genevieve that she is staying due to the cheering and then Aaron being like, yeah. And they kind of just swept them back onto the sand and gave them drinks. Yeah. I was like, this is going to change in the next episode already. This is not. Yeah. I mean, as much as like. You think she was actually, you think she's actually going to leave? I don't know. I think she actually I mean, I think would've. She would have. I think she would have. I think she would have if he hadn't have like chased her down and played it right. But I do feel like the leaving. It's not like she was consciously trying to prove a point, but the leaving was definitely like. Oh, for sure. I don't feel like I have any other option to like make him. Oh. No, it's, notice that, it's, that, me. it's that panicky moment where you're like, you're not hearing me. And mm-hmm. so I'm leaving. But you want the person to hear you. Mm-hmm. But. Wait, what do you think is going to change? What are you saying? I think that they're going to get in a huge blowout again next week and they're going to end. You think they're going to end? I, I I don't see them going all the way to the final episode, no. Did we see in the preview, though? Anything between them? I don't think so. I don't think so either. But I will say this. Okay. Something to note. I know that you had posted or you had mentioned, excuse me, on one of our last episodes. About how she had reshared. The, that she reshared yes. the romantic post of them together and how knowing Genevieve, she's probably not going to do that sure. if they're broken up. But... A couple nights ago on the Monday episode where Justin comes down and there's the confrontation between Genevieve and Aaron regarding Justin. Yeah. Aaron posted on Instagram a video Insta story of him and Justin in his home watching the episode. Ah. Which I think has many layers to Fuck. it. So maybe in no. Aaron, so maybe in Aaron and Genevieve fashion, they were together last week and now they're broken up this week. And maybe by the time the live finale happens, they'll be back together again. That's absolutely possible. <laughs> and maybe he's with Justin to prove a point literally in real time. That's what I'm saying. I This is the type of couple who breaks up and gets back together every four days. So we might have a wild story to uh, to have uh, to be told during the live finale. Uh, Jess, did you know that this is a man after your own heart? Did you know that Justin goes around doing espresso martini reviews? I knew I loved him. Did you know that? No. He literally has a whole highlight going, trying. Let's see what he thinks he has. The Catch LA's Espresso Martini, Maple and Ash Espresso Martini review. And he gives them ratings and goes into detail over all of them. God, and he has him. a few in LA with his his uh his reviews. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to check those out. And I'm gonna and have to go San Diego oh, espresso. A ten out of ten. Martini I guess review. I'm going. You gotta go to Born and Raised um, in San Diego. Yeah, I love him also. His outfit for the Eliza date was I don't remember it. It was like this crocheted white shirt i mean it was gorgeous okay justin did knock it out of the park on that monday episode with his date in pursuit of eliza he did he was i think the most open and i of course again we only see a certain amount of people screen time wise yeah but he was having a good time he was being super funny and super open i felt like talking about people pleasing yeah i feel like he really likes eliza yeah 
Yeah, no, I think so too. And I was actually going to, I was thinking that when I said earlier, like, oh, I think Eliza's going to have the same problem with Justin as she feels with Rodney. Like, I don't think she's going to feel it because Genevieve brought up the same thing, you know, Justin, like, I don't feel it pursued. But I was kind of thinking like, well, maybe Justin just will actually will end up liking Eliza more and like maybe things will work out. But like you said, it does look like things kind of blow up. It also looks like Eliza's not picking a lane for a while between the two of them yeah. until the final hour. Oh, baby, we'll see. Sticky situation. Two more brief things to bring up before we wrap. Number one, Hayden shows up. Oh my god! Yeah, how could I even forget? Oh my god, Hayden shows up, and Kate decides to. I did feel like she was trying to prove a point by going on the date with Hayden because she didn't like the response that Logan gave. I mean, they like I said, the two of them are a match made in heaven. Before you know it, they will end up. You know, he will end up cheating on her and they will end up divorcing about 10 years from now. And that's what I mean when I say a match made in heaven. They are the quintessential soccer mom and dad relationship that there is one of in every PTA Well, we see in the clip group for next or the remainder of the episodes that they're in the rain together and it's pouring down and people are cheering and they're telling each other that they're in love with each other or whatever they're saying. But then... We see Kate being like, but there's something about Hayden to someone. That's unreal. That can't be. I know. She, I, am, I know. She said, and she said, it's money. Like, and it, I guarantee that's just a brief conversation. Be, it has to be like a, a clip like type thing, like, right? It's going to be like because the Alex Victoria thing. I felt like we saw quite clearly her thoughts on Hayden oh during my their God, date. Jess, I... That was one of my favorite Kate moments where she was talking about, she's like, six figures on his dog? She goes, she goes... I don't know. I mean, maybe he has like a tree of money, but I feel like his priorities are not aligned. But I six figures. Well, if you know, if you have the money, I know it's it's a it's a it's a un. I do feel like a, he has the money. I feel like I his family has the I money. I don't loaded. think he. I think his family has plenty of money. I'm not sure where the money comes from, but I do believe that he is loaded. And you know, for me, I'm like, if you have the money to be able to yeah, take I mean, care of your sweet baby like that, can. I'm all about that. What I could not believe, Becca, was. Hayden, this was his moment to really change the narrative about him. And we did see him speaking with Shanae. As soon as he got on the sand, the first person he pulled, I found it interesting, was the other villain of the season, Shanae. Yes. And he right away asks her, what's your goal being here? Yes. And I was like, let's just all be honest and say that we want to rewrite our villain narrative. Yes. No, absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. And and Shanae is doing it to a certain extent. And uh, and Hayden got the opportunity to rewrite that. And the second that he was sitting down having champagne with Kate, he doubles down. Oh, my. The man doubles down. And not only does he double down, he decides to swing for the fences and say, I think Gabby and Rachel were there for the wrong reason. Kate. reactions were killing me i'm not a big k fan but the way that she was reacting to everything hayden said had me dying she's like she's like you (laughs) said that she's like yeah she's like you said that you know he says like she's like reference that okay like she's literally like in real time being like really i I don't she's like i don't know if i can stand behind that one dude that's what i couldn't believe is that (laughs) the first thing he said to kate where it started to go oh downhill was when he said, I told Gabby that she's rough around the edges. Kate's response was this. Uh, oh. And she was like disgusted by it. And he continues. And I'm like, Hayden, how are you not picking up on Kate's reactions to all the things you're saying? And you keep 
taking them further. Like he didn't pull back. No, no, no. He didn't go, well, maybe it wasn't. No, and she goes. Or even go, let's change the subject and try to change and be like, oh, wow, it sure is hot. Like he just kept doubling down. Also, how funny. He's like, I don't know if I said that. And she goes, wait, but you think you said that? He's like, yeah, I probably did. And she's just like, "Uh oh, oh, no. To his face. And he is not. He just keeps going. Unreal. The man is oblivious. So I think he'll probably be gone next week. This dude, I can't. He is like the frattiest trust fund bro ever. I, uh, I, I, I just could not get over that he tried just... Tried out. <laughs> He's a tried out. I could not get over that he just kept going there. I was like, dude, Stop. <sighs> Stop, for the love of God, stop. You're getting it. You're making it worse. And then you're going to try for the wrong reasons narrative for both bachelorettes. What are you doing? Speaking of which. But yeah, that the date with Hayden was hilarious. The- and then, so we have the Hayden date. I'm sure that he's leaving at some point soon uh, because we see that the women are getting the roses again. I know. This is three I know. Three ceremonies in a row that the women are getting the roses. That is unprecedented. They are just making shit up as they go along. But then I'm wondering whose rose Shanae's going to give or who's going to get Shanae's rose because we had the twin date. Yes. And the twins apparently surprised okay, that both Shanae okay, and Flo. Okay. Yeah, we need to talk about this because that, the arc of that just delighted me. It just Deli- tickled me. All of my I senses. Have always been rooting for the twins we've I, we've loved the twins since the cast since bios. the cast bios i was so sad when they both got sent home also i was reminded again how rude it was the way they sent home all the night one guys that uh-huh. pissed me off <gasps> humiliating yeah roby and the twins gone night one three of our and the way three they of just our took them aside that was just awful i hated that but yeah then they showed up everyone's making fun of them with their ages and I, first of all, love that both Flo and Shanae were like, fuck it, why not? Let's go. Love that. And I love that their date was just them getting trying to get them drunk and just have a good time. And it seemed to have worked because they were both like, we had the best time. And it, I was so happy. Well, it was like a date where they had fun. Like, I know, I, you know, don't know anything about the twins, no. obviously, but what I will say about the twins is that they at least weren't taking themselves too seriously. No, they were letting them make the make them into human tacos, glug, ground beef. And you know that was and well, that was a tortilla blanket, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> that was a blanket. I feel like I'm gonna be ill. Um they were cracking oh. the eggs in between their ass cheeks. They were having a, a grand old time. Yeah, they were. And then what these twins did, God bless. Both of them tried to make that a relationship real quick. They declared their intentions immediately. The second Joey sat down with Janae, he goes, I had a really great time. I just could sense it right away. We were going to have a good time. Da, da, da. Uh, so are you interested in continuing this on the beach? Because I'd like to continue this on the beach. I mean, he put it out there. <laughs> I love that. I know. There was actually a moment, too, you know, where they said there's something. I can't remember exactly what happened, but something with a kiss. And then it was one of them. I think it was Joey. Yeah. And then just went in for a kiss with Shanann. And I was like, OK, like, love these dudes. Just like taking the initiative. They were taking initiative. They knew that they were showing up kind of last minute in this game. Like everyone's kind of together. But they were they, they were night one guys. They met every woman on the same before they made their call they literally pulled every single person and then they were like 
hey, I just want to let you know, here are my intentions. If you're interested, I'd like to continue pursuing you on the beach. And I was like, I'll be real. I think a lot of these other guys would just kind of feel out how it went yep. and not just declare their intentions yep. straight away. Yep. And Shanae says she's never felt like she has any other way <laughs> with Joey. So let's, or uh, yeah, Joey. So let's see who, uh, and who Flo gets, even was like, yes, Flo said she had an amazing time too. Yeah. She's like, well, you know, why She not? was like, they surprised me. <laughs> they surprised us all. I'm, I loved that date so I'm much. I'm rooting for them so hard. I'm, I'm rooting, rooting for, for a double so twin hard. proposal. <laughs> yes. Florence, Sinead, Joey, and Justin. I... A last minute proposal. And no, now we believed it. Because remember in their bios, they're like, we're the life of the party. Kind of we're like, we're the fun twins. I'm like, well, they came they in. They really proved they it. They showed out. And I was I was proud of them. Also, something I forgot to mention, how funny was it that Logan was the one kind of like, not he actually, he worded it really well with all the stuff about Hayden. Like, he wasn't like outright defending him, but he like said, actually, Gray and I were both like, oh, he said that like pretty graciously of like the way he explained everything that yeah. went down with Logan. Um, but how funny was it that immediately after he's the one being like, you know what, he he definitely had like, you know, an ugly exit, like some ugly moments, whatever. But ultimately he was kind of like being fair about Hayden, then Hayden immediately is like, I'm gonna try to steal your girl. That I was, was like, Oh a, that was a ten television moment. <laughs> there had and also that bonfire is one of the first really big moments of community they'd had on the sand in a while. Like they hadn't had any other bonfires that we'd seen or yeah. anything like that. And it's just this moment. They're talking about Paradise High. Uh -huh. Apparently, Logan's the drug dealer. <laughs> Confirmation of our often high Logan. Oh, yeah. By the way, he was giving like the lowest form of energy, like or lowest amount of energy ever in his conversation with Kate. I didn't blame her for being with pissed about that. He was literally like, yeah, uh, sure. As much as, you know, I like we've said, you know, earlier in this episode, I'm all about like, you know, being respectful of the fact that you can't tell someone no, what he seemed to like do, he didn't give a fuck that if i was kate i would have been pissed um no because he was literally sitting there just being like do i think sure. there's games being played sure obviously i think she she had said that she's like i'm gonna test to see how logan responds to me going out on this date he was a wet what do Dude. you call it a wet rag or wet whatever blanket. wet blanket yeah he, no but also he was like maybe because I talked to Evan about this uh, yesterday and Evan didn't like pick up on this. I'm like, maybe I imagine this, but I felt like I heard him slurring. I felt like his eyes were like half closed. No, I definitely feel like his eyes were half. Yeah, he didn't seem like there. It just felt like he was like, sure. No, in I response, and his completely eyes were agree. closed. No, I completely agree. And I was like, this is an error to be having this intensive a conversation while potentially absolutely intoxicated. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe wait a second. Yeah. Definitely. But it was it was uh lackadaisical. Yeah, to say well, the least. and I it just made me think like, okay, like this may just be a bad moment, or is this just kind of his energy on the beach? He's just like, I'm just gonna have a good time, whatever. Yeah, I got my girl. It's like, yeah, that's lame. Like no. it's here mean like okay. No, I'd be like, I'm going on this date. Yeah. If I was on this beach, I'll be honest with you, I'd go on all the dates. Why not? I'd be like, I'm not making a verbal commitment to anybody, and I'm going on every date. Well, I remember Kendall saying, she's like, dude, you just want to, like, leave the beach and, like, do something else. Like, you're so oh, sure. bored. You're just like, yes, please. I'll go somewhere. <laughs> For the love of God, I'll go with anyone. With. 
<laughs> well, Brittany found out the way that that went down, you know, with Pizza Pete, <sighs> uh, which we true. didn't see any of them this episode. But um, yeah, I don't think that Logan and Kate's relationship will end well, be it in one week or 10 years. <laughs> I don't foresee them leaving together. No. I'm going to be, that's my guess. I think they're going to be one of those couples who makes to the end and then breaks up right before the commitments. Okay, I could see that. I think she's going to be like, I think Logan will be down to commit and I think she'll be like, you just haven't given it your all and I'm kind of out. That's my guess. He might be a little like taken aback by it. Potentially. He might be a little like, it might be one of, but in the, in the preview, what is happening? Where everyone is like dry heaving, crying. <laughs> no, I have no clue. Like people like, like why Serena, Serena is like sobbing. No, I know. What is like, happening? Did someone just die? Like what is going on? Straight up. I'm like, what is happening right now? I don't know. I could not figure that out either. We did not get any hints of anything. The only thing that... Maybe like what? Does she have a bestie? Maybe a bestie that leaves. The only thing that I imagined was an absolute Rodney heartbreak and him taking off. I can't see her Because they all way. love him so much, but that feels like everyone is literally dry heaving crying. Yeah, I mean, they could have clipped some other people like crying in other moments, but the Serene one, I was definitely like, what is going on? She was like, it happened so fast. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Maybe, yeah, I don't know. I do not know. Unless everyone is at this point so fucking tired that it's just the waterworks about something. And you know smaller. no one is getting like medevaced because otherwise you, they would have shown the side, you course. know, as they all do. It has to be a relational thing. Yeah, or or like a friend leaves, like someone a girl leaves who she was really, really close with from the beginning. I don't know. Like suddenly. But I even so, it's like people act like someone's died. I'm like, you're going to go home in like a week and a half and text them. It has <laughs> it has to just be the absolute ex- sheer exhaustion of just totally. like I'm losing it. Oh, I do want to say before we wrap, I did have yeah. to say this to you. What? There was a moment, speaking of Aaron and Genevieve uh, from earlier, where, you know, there's been obviously conversation via Instagram or excuse me, there's been conversation via Twitter. So Aaron says, this is what it was. Aaron tweets, guys, truly not the convo at all. Hashtag Bachelor in Paradise. While their argument is airing. Is it last night or Monday? Uh, Tuesday night. Okay. Genevieve, nothing relevant to the argument was cut out. What you saw is what happened. Oh, they're not together. Yeah, and no, they're not together right now. As of, or as of this week. The complete opposite. It's just the complete opposite. As of this week, they are not together. They're That's not together the, this week, at this least. Week. Maybe, maybe last week they were together. They, yeah. This week they're not together. Justin's over at Aaron's house. They're tweeting opposite things. We'll see. We shall see. <laughs> But oh my god, that's too funny! It was too funny. That it was too, too funny. Good. Well, next week we only have one oh, Bachelor god. episode, just the Monday Bachelor in Paradise episode, just the Monday episode, which I am happy to just consume two hours because sometimes the four is just a little much. It's yeah, it's not. It's a little. It's much. not necessary. It's like my brain it hasn't is been necessary. My brain is burning. I'm it's no editor, but you could put that on. You know, on my app on the computer and i could cut 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 there's and definitely get two hours decent for you guys. amounts that we could take why out. not just do one three hour night a week genius monday nights <laughs> three hours boom done or tuesday either way for the love of god in the future <laughs> it's too much two episodes a week is too much it's too much it's too much you're losing you're gonna lose people yeah unless you're doing one one hour episode if it's two episodes okay. that are an hour each fine sure. Like a Love Island vibe. Fine. Sure. sure. 
two sure. two hour episodes too much it's too much anyway <laughs> frauds tune in for the bros and becca and ev's combo next week oh my god wait one more thing i wanted to bring up yes this week which i already sent to you but i i thought i wanted to oh, talk yes. about the pod recently this clip already well who knows who knows what this means let's listen to it this clip of gabby answering a question on dancing with the stars oh shit your fiance. Are you guys still together? Like, how's everything going? Yeah, I think um, life is just really busy for the both of us right now. So I understand their concern, but we're just kind of, you know, going forward with each of our individual interests and supporting each other from afar. Fantastic. Yeah. Yes. So they're over. I did see that Eric... Okay. Posted an Insta story okay. later that day saying to make sure to vote for Gabby. I know. I saw that too. And I I'm like, looked, this but... feels like, and she hasn't been wearing her engagement ring. Uh, I'm like, I, this is my guess. They're on a break. My guess is they're on a break. They're not officially broken up, but my guess is they're like, let's take a couple weeks and give each other some time. And this is always kind of the prelude to the breakup. Yeah. That's what it seems like. Yeah. Or they've broke off the engagement. I mean, absolutely wowzers. There has not been a lot of success stories <sighs> long term that have been coming out of this franchise in quite some time. Oh, my God. For I think the only one that's still the, the most recent Matt and Rachel is the most recent one that's happened in. Yeah, like we said, they seem ha so happy. They seem super and happy. And Lord knows that was not a smooth no. Ending to his season with the two of them. No, absolutely not. But I bet the beginning of their relationship was the hardest and it seems like they're doing great now. So good for them. They seem to be doing wonderfully. Paradise, though? Anyone from last year? Oh, yes. Paradise. Yes. There's new. Actually, no. Oh, my year. gosh. What am I saying? Bachelor in Paradise, so much success. Last so many year? people still together. Who Joe and Serena year? are married. Oh, my God. They got married. And I was. Like they got married in a courthouse, but like literally in like normal clothes. I was so yeah. They have, their, they have a wedding coming up. That they have I know, planned. but it seems so. I mean, it was cute. I was just like, whoa, yeah, okay. They're married, okay. Kenny and Mari still together, Kenny, living together. Yes, yes. Um, Noah and Abigail still oh, together. Still together. God, yes. I haven't looked at them in forever. Um, and I think there was one more couple. Yeah, the, actually, there was a lot. Of, that was last. Lots was that only last year? Yes, last year. Lots of success That's from three, BIP. I think there's one more. I think there's one more too. I can't think of who it is though. Mm. Anyway, yeah, that's three couples from last year. It's pretty wild BIP that Joe and Serena already got married. Always has way more success. That I feel like that's where you see the long term couples always come out of. Yeah. Honestly, like it's just a way higher success rate. It seems. Yeah. I'm surprised Noah and Abigail are still together. I guess not. They just seemed pretty like. Like when it ended, like after we saw their whole thing play out on the beach, it seemed like they were just copacetic. Those two are very much in love. Oh my god, they were the twins from The Shining. That's great. I know. No, their their Instagram content is a ten. They're so fun together on Instagram and TikTok. Great. It could be one of those things where the beach was just like a toxic environment for them. Of course, of course. So yeah, they got back to they got together right after. I know. Bachelor in Paradise ended. Yeah. So, yeah, Paradise, you know, and I think there's definitely a couple more couples in the cards with Paradise. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, that's all, Broads. Well, Chats. Broads, we love you, and we will chat soon. Chat soon.